0: could talk about time. Adam. Watch a film today. James. We'd explain all the plots that confused you. Scott. And we'd say,
1: welcome to Time Travel Film Club. Hello from the past, present and future, my name's Scott Hamza and thank you so much for listening to the second episode of the Time Travel Film Club. A weird, wild and frequently dystopian journey across some of the best and some of the worst time travel films throughout our timeline. Joining me, as always, in the Time Travel Film Club, to my right, our resident science guy and holographic pope, James Donnelly.
0: (laughs) Holographic pope! Uh, Unlike the holographic pope. I believe in science and not hokey religion. And we thank you for it, James.
1: And to my left, film fact finder extraordinaire and Kuru virus incubator, Adam Hedges.
2: (laughs) (laughs) This is going to become a thing, isn't it? Oh, God. (laughs) Nice to see you both.
1: Now boys, we are here today, as always, with our collection of 12 time travel movies spread across three decades and five countries. Each episode, our wonderful listeners join our past selves for a breakdown, analysis and comparison of a time travel film they might not have heard of. Which brings me to today's entry. It is ARQ. ARQ was released in 2017, directed and written by Tony Elliott and starring Robbie Amell and Rachel Taylor. And my God, this was a much, much simpler watch than Primer, wasn't it, guys? Oh, yes. Considerably easier. Uh, Very difficult to even compare them in that Mm. way. And yet compare them we must. Uh, Now, oh, also, guys, where did you watch this? Where can our audience watch it?
0: This one was on Netflix for us. I also watched it on Netflix.
1: Nice and simple. And as always, for any of the listeners that haven't watched this, don't worry, pause this podcast, go and have a watch. We'll be right here when you get back.
0: Beauty of time travel.
1: But before we send you back in time to our past selves, if you'd like to get in touch with Time Travel Film Club,
2: how can the listeners do that, guys? Well, you can like us on Facebook at Time Travel Film Club, or you can
0: follow us on Twitter at Time Travel Club. And if it's a bit more complicated than that, you can always come over to our subreddit, r slash Time Travel Film Club, or our email, timetravelfilmclub at gmail.com.
1: And we absolutely cannot wait to hear from you now, Adam. Stop blowtorching that toast. It's ARQ time. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, talking, talking about it. It, is a, it is an absolutely wonderful day today. Uh, uh, it's a lovely day to be inside uh, in the yeah. in the cave recording. Uh, and talking of spending a lot of time in a house, we watched Ark, which. I I will say right now, I'm going to just call it ARC. I know it's ARQ, good for the movie. I'm not saying ARQ every time, so Mm -hmm. I'm getting that out there. Mm -hmm. Um, But this is, I I was really very pleasantly surprised. I had a really good time watching this movie. How did you chaps feel about it?
0: Uh, I legitimately quite liked this film. I mean, I wouldn't give it any sort of Oscar-worthy nominations, but honestly, it seems like a kind of a fun romp with genuine time travel and it's it's just a nice all-rounder and i i feel
2: like we'll get more into it but this is a concise movie they they knew what they were going for this is a and really nice yeah perfectly uh, exactly yeah. what
1: you said it's a really nice condensed sort of we've just come off the back of primer this sort of sprawling large conceptual Condense. and like Dense execution, yeah. kind of thing, and so it's really nice to have like a McDonald's and just enjoy, <laughs> you know, enjoy the the yeah. the not crappiness, but like the the good levels of crap, you know. It's Netflix crappiness. I was gonna yeah. say this is one of the, this is a Netflix film. It's way more recent than Primer. It's way more sort of like uh, uh, modern, I guess is the word. Way more relevant to today in terms of like the way it's been made and all that kind of stuff. And I guess one of the things that I wanted to speak about is that obviously coming off of of Primer, and as I said, Primer, this like big sprawling kind of thing. As you said, uh, Adam, Ark, way more condensed, way more uh, 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 wrapped up, and 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 simple. Um, but it's a time loop movie, and in today's world, in you know, from 2016 up until now, since this movie is made, we know that time loop movies are only more in vogue. They're only like more. They're only becoming more popular. Yada yada yada. But one of the things that I find a bit tiring or fatiguing about uh, time loop movies can be that they inherently it's just you're going to see the same thing over and over again and it's the movie's responsibility to create like a level of intrigue and i think that like as far as for the purposes of arq it does a wonderful job of keeping it like really refreshing that it is just a simple loop simple setting small cast but it constantly stays quite
0: vibrant yeah you've mentioned that you don't want to call it arq yeah (laughs) arq standing for and i wrote this down because i wanted to check arcing recursive quine Mm-hmm. Now you're all thinking, Quine doesn't mean anything. I've looked it up. Uh, Quine is named after a philosopher, a mathematician. Um, it's also named after him a computer program whose output is its own code. Oh. And it's to deny the significance of something importance is Quine apparently. Oh, well that. So Arking recursive Quine. If you didn't know, it was a time loop movie. Now you know it's a time yeah, loop. Movie. Now you 100% oh, know that's, it's a time loop. That's cool. Movie. I, didn't, I didn't know that. There's
1: like good. a couple of little bits in this. Like, I, yeah. I you know, the, there's the pie mention when he's like, oh, it's looping yeah. every three hours, 14 minutes, and 15 seconds, which yeah. is a nice little, little yeah. sort of bit. And there's a couple of nice little bits in this. It's it's like a, uh, I, you know, it's like a nice, simple movie that has had a good amount of solid work done to it. Mm,
2: I feel like somebody with a mathematical mind has had a, even with a, a brief, Sort of like knowledge of of mathematics has gone. I, I kind of want to do something time travelly, and I want to put as many little mathematical clues into it as I can. For for a film that is only uh, what one hour twenty six minutes, mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot packed in that to unwrap. So that was yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And there's more than I mean the little maths things you're talking about. There's yeah. so many little references oh, yeah. all the way through the film. I mean, there's Taurus is, I think, the organisation that he I works for. Yeah, because mm. like
1: obviously like Taurus, the star sign, but I, I didn't glom on to what the significance of it being called Taurus was.
0: So that's it's a different Taurus. So there's Taurus, T-A-U-R-U-S, yeah, which is, is the O-R. bull. So yeah. This is T-O-R-U-S, like... which means basically just a donut shape. Um, yeah. Again, so yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So it's, it's a mathematical term, yeah. it's a physics term. Like fusion reactors, they often think about using torus shapes. And right. it's just another part of... I mean, we talk about Mobius at one point in this film. That's another circle shape. Yeah. Then we talk about Ouroboros, which is a snake that eats its own tail. It's like so, everything oh,
1: right. that you might not know about a cursory google will just bring you right back around to oh and that's why it's oh never God. like an expansive big crazy yeah. thing it's always a, oh yeah that makes sense of course because of this like the you know as you said the taurus it's literally the shape of the a of the arq um but that quine thing is interesting that was uh it was the first point in the movie where i was like i have no idea what that means mm.
2: at all um i mean and i guess i guess calling a film arc because they do call it the arc don't they yeah he does so but calling it the arc but not a R K is is. I thought I don't know where I'm going with this. Forget that. You're trying to. You're trying to <laughs> say, uh,
1: I know it was going to turn up at some point. <laughs> I don't know. No, move no on. I get That's what you fine. mean. No, no. Uh, l- l- let it be said it's a machine that is supposed to potentially bring about the salvation of the human race. Yeah. So it is an art. Oh, yeah. like So you're right. Yeah, you yeah, just yeah that's where it. I was trying yeah, to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, I just you're need right somebody there. to unravel that for me. Um, spe- speaking of which, I guess a-, a nice way, I think, to sort of frame the movie is to just deal with, I-, I think, up top, the backdrop of the movie. There's not. It's given to you in sort of drips and drabs, but this is... For it's a really sort of as we as we've said a couple of times now, really simple, low cast. There's only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people in the movie, and one of them's a hologram. So small cast, small, simple, time loopy thing. But we do get this information about where the world is right now. I maybe missed it. Did they mention the year at all? I don't think they do. What year it's set
2: in?
0: No, we no. can. We just know it's the future. Yeah, we can make a few assumptions. It's far far enough
2: along that there is n- no. Energy left. There is no oil left. I think they mention at one point.
0: Well, we know there's oil in at least one place because they mention they mention a particularly unpleasant sounding place, the Great Slave Lake oil, or something along those lines. They talk about which there's a few places. They name a few places in America, Mm. but with slightly more dystopian names. So I mean, we also have. I think they call it Los Angeles Island. Yeah, which suggests significant global turmoil. To and it's
1: like probably the fisher probably the um the yeah, san andreas, san andreas fault. Fault, like it's, yeah. it's allusions to like yeah los angeles they always do it to la because la is already pretty dystopian yeah. so let's just turn la into Easy. like it's yeah. now it's now a prison island
2: <laughs> it, it feels like it feels like it's a world that's been ravaged by the effects of climate change and natural they mentioned disasters. that australia
1: that's... is now a radioactive oh, yeah. bubble as well which again is just kind of it's um it kind of like it's it's just light hints
0: yeah oh
1: radioactive bubble LA's now an island there's a really big corporation
0: they mm. talk about the nuclear the last nuclear desalination plant in LA has gone under oh yeah 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 so we, we oh. we're obviously in a future where they they do reference it as an energy crisis mm. is in full swing yeah. like people i think the biggest thing is they mention that he doesn't have pa- enough power for a generator she says like oh no one's got enough power for a furnace and he says oh the ark powers the furnace mm. yeah and it's clearly he's got some things that he shouldn't have I mean we know he's at some point we find out he robbed his previous yeah. business but also he the has apples yeah. where did he get these apples from
1: man they, this yeah. movie is big on apples uh, it just, big it's apple very
2: pro apple pro
1: apple he's got apples what, what, what do you mean he's got those apples mm. and then you see them slicing yeah. the apples you see apple. them eating one well, apple yeah yeah I mean slight nod to the apple corporation <laughs> 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 as we know within this world Where you know LA is an island and and Australia is just gone and you know there's all this crazy stuff going on. We find out that essentially our main boy Renton, which is a (laughs) that's not a name,
0: not a name, (laughs) it's not a name. I think it's the name of the main character of Train Spotting, but I think he's also called Renton because he's Rent Boy. Oh, okay, Uh, maybe. Uh, And I think it's a place. Renton might be a place. I know is a place. Oh, maybe it's De- I might be I wrong. I just keep
1: thinking of that meme of, the, of the Labrador name, running towards the deer called Benton. 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 <laughs> um, but Jesus But we, we meet our boy Renton, who within this world of LA being an island, this dystopian future world where energy is a crisis
0: and Amazon, for all intents
1: and purposes, are about to take over everything.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I made well, a note Disney. that it was, I, sure. I wrote down, Amazon, Nestle, Apple.
1: That's yeah, my yeah, description
0: yeah. for Taurus. Yeah,
1: very yeah. good. Amazon has become my go-to, for obvious reasons, because mm-hmm. of the sheer amount of money, but also, like, the space stuff, and the yeah. they buy a food company, they buy James Bond, they buy every, yeah. like, they've become my go-to. They weren't 10 years ago. 10 years ago, I'd have probably said, like, oh, yeah, Enron, or, you know, big oil yeah, company. Yeah. Anyway, so we meet our boy, Renton, Ren, for most of the movie, which is, uh, uh, uh do you think, hold on, do you think Ren in Ren and Stimpy, is it renton, renton and
2: Stimpy?
1: Is it Renton and Stimpy? Ooh. <laughs> How do I mean, Stim, Stimpy's not a name. It's probably a, a nickname, like an adjective. Like, yeah. look at that Stimpy. Stimson. Like Stumpy. It, Ren, renton and Stimpson. <laughs> renton and Stimpson. Yeah. Accountants at the law. Accountants at law. Because, <laughs> 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 yeah, Ren. What else could Ren be? Lauren. But I mean, La Ren. no. Ren. Renly.
2: Renly is a name.
0: What about Ro- Rob- oh, I was going to say, what about friend. Robert Redford? Renford? Um, oh, Renfield is a character in Dracula. Mm-hmm. Renfield's not. Um, right. So I've I've, I've Googled oh, thank Ren God. for Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. <laughs> his name is Ren Hook. Specifically, it's Marland T. Ren Hook, a scrawny asthma hound Chihuahua. Re- Ren Hook, spelling, please. H, O umlaut E. Oh wow! Oh wow! Is Stimps German? It's not what, Stimpy. It's Stimpy Ren-J- got a full name, I hope not. Um Simpy Stimpington the first. Oh, Gary, what what Gary. did you what did you guess his name was? Stimpson. His name is Stimpson J Cat.
1: Oh my god. A <laughs> bonus points
0: to me. Stimpson J Cat. Stimpson J Cat. So Ren what was it? Ren Hur?
2: Ren and Stimpson. And I'll never, ever refer to them as anything else.
1: You could put that on like a letterhead as your company and no one would know. And you'd be like, I've said, I've told the legal company that Ren and Stimpy are representing me. But Adam, you're about to go to prison for perjury. Ren and Stimpy are
0: are my lawyers. (laughs) I'd I'd like to point out, we are 13 minutes into talking here. It takes two minutes for the film to have its first time travel. Very good. Yeah.
1: True. Yeah. yeah. I I I really commend what this movie does. I didn't clock it right at the time. Mm. My one of my first notes is, oh wow, time travel straight away because uh you know he wakes up and then immediately is uh, falls down the stairs, killed, snaps straight back. Mm. Oh, you've told the audience within, as you said, with, as you said, James, within two minutes, time travel, time loop. This is the nature of the thing. So I commend it for giving it to you straight away. Here you go, guys. This is what it is. But it is so valuable for him as a character because it then means that the next one he does where he is alive for a lot longer and learns a lot more, you don't have to spend the beginning of this movie mystified or, or watching a guy who's mystified whereas you know
2: what's going on. Uh, one of the big things I thought was uh, we, uh, we as an audience see him realize how this is happening by his second run round. Now, obviously, at this point, we don't know that there have been many, many more. But you, you get this you get this kind of feeling that you've been dropped into a situation and he's learned very quickly. He's obviously a very intelligent guy that, oh, I've already done this once. And you don't often get that. It often takes people a lot of goes to realise what's happening. So from our point of view, it's it's a quick turnaround. He's woken up, he's done something, he's died, he wakes up again, and he's like, wait, I've just done this. And yeah. it's quick. Um, and it's like I said earlier, this film is is trying to fit as much into every minute as it possibly can.
1: Really good, sort of like Netflix fare of like mm. we're gonna hit you hard and, and keep going. It's only one twenty six. We'll keep your attention. Yeah. We're just gonna cram it all in. But yeah, jump straight into it. He dies instantly. He comes back and then he just starts learning. And I again really appreciated that the um, the majority of the time it's Hannah. References how many jumps they, how many loops they've done. Like she, yeah. she says audibly, it's in the script. It tells you as an audience member. Like she says at one point, how many have we done? Five. They're on the screen. They're listed there, so you know it's five. They know it's five. Everyone's on the same page.
0: Mm-hmm. And then later, how many have we done? And he's like, thousands, maybe more. Yeah. yeah. Like it's a, it's a very. They don't lie to you at any point in this film. They keep some things from you. They're like, okay, well, there's a, there's a moment where you think, so is there something going on with this dead guy on the ground? Whatever's happening but the film doesn't really keep you in the dark. It just gives you the information piece by piece by piece. And I actually really appreciated that. Yeah, I, I
1: mean, as I was watching and I, uh, there's, there's reveals and there's reveal, you know, there's, there's a series of reveals. There's no one big major reveal. There is a, there is a, a, a the poignant one at the end, as you, as you said, James, with the thousands of, 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 of loops. But, there's staged reveals of like you get the you're you're in the situation of like renton and hannah they're both on our team and then oh no hannah's bad but then oh no within hannah's bad there's an even worse bad and then oh no even when hannah's good she's still bad there's like a nice set of reveals and it keeps it keeps it moving keeps it light keeps it working forward i speak of, of sunny um we have uh, as I said, uh, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I've lost the ability to count at large. I have to do it individually now, apparently. <laughs> we get Renton and Hannah. And then we have the four, uh, assailants, the four people breaking into Renton's house. Father, brother, Sonny, and Cuz. They say Cuz's name instantly because they're mentioning the fact that he's died. He's touched the ARQ. And so he's died before you, you know as the movie begins he's already died his death is the inciting incident for the for the loop we later find yeah. his death uh, is what sets off and, and begins the the loop from happening but we meet uh, we meet cuz straight away father brother all family names sunny i didn't put it i kept i was all annoyed while i was watching it i was like why have they all got family names and he's just called sunny because yeah. sunny's a name like why you know is it like not called son why is it not just called son? They just call, and it really annoyed me the whole yeah. way through because they, you know, father, brother, cuz, We find out she's mother as well. So why
0: can't he just play play by the rules? Why can't he just be? <laughs> well, father's the only one who gets a name as well. What is mm. his name? Grim. His name's Grim. That's... Grim. Which I mean, Grim is it's not a real name. I mean, Brothers Grim. Sure. Yeah. Is this a Brothers Grim tale? I don't think so. <laughs> the only other Grim I can think of is in Harry Potter. Oh. And the <laughs> Prisoner of Azkaban, who's grim that in that. Which, which also grim? also has time travelling in? case you didn't know. Oh, oh it's it strange. Which, grim, which grim one's grim? grim in that Harry Potter? Who's grim? The Grim oh, is grim. the dog Oh, the yeah. Grim. Oh, yeah, the the, the werewolf.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, the small werewolf. Interesting. Um, the small werewolf <laughs> well, connection that movie. <laughs> that movie with two werewolves But yeah, Grim, an odd name. And then we, as as I mentioned earlier, when we have the Pope, the the hologram. I thought the Pope was like an old man, but they make reference to the fact that it's a it's a
0: woman and mm. and she has some cracking quotes at the start of that film well yeah what kind of things does she say it's oh, like...
2: I i sort of zoned out during that bit i was because it was like somebody watching something
0: on a television i was like oh, that's not important <laughs> the plot. oh don't worry i wrote them down immediately nice excellent. um so we've got the external hourglass of existence is turned upside down again and again Ooh. and you with it too whoa literally referencing the plot of this film The film is going to be turned over again and again and him with it too. And then you're thinking, well, that was pretty poignant. There can't be another even more poignant one. (laughs) But don't worry, there is. Um, Those who don't remember their history are doomed to repeat it. Oh,
1: wow. She was a very video gamey element in Mm. this movie, I thought, because, I mean, obviously she's a hologram, so it's kind of going to be, you know, but. That idea of there being like a drony voice in the background,
2: just relaying the propaganda mm. of the state. Yeah, it's kind of 1984. That's, I, I, I feel like that was one of the only bits in it that I I thought to myself, it's a good example of what's going on outside of, of this immediate loop. There is obviously societies in fucking ruins. Um, and everything's broken into factions, and that's kind of one of the only hints you get that there is sides in this, Um, until later on when you find out that they're working for a a kind of like splinter energy group maybe that's kind of like a like...
1: well the pope is with so the pope is with the block the, bloc. yeah, the, block, the block follow the pope um yeah. and which is why brother is like the pope speaks facts i follow the pope yeah. and sonny is not as convinced by the pope because yeah. we later find out sonny is with taurus he's a he's a, a merc a, a merc sorry they always say merc i don't like. Yeah. i like to say mercenary, so yeah. mercenary. <laughs> yeah. yeah and so everything that the pope says is and sunny mentions, sorry that's what i'm trying to say sunny mentions oh no she's the the taurus have her she's you know taurus controlled which is again just like this weird it's an offhand thing you don't need to pay a lot of attention to it but if you do you get this added wrinkle of oh so in this world it could be as complex as taurus the amazon have kidnapped or owned the pope or are disseminating this pope person as a way of controlling their mm. opposition which is lofty goals a nice kind of Complexity, optional complexity is, I guess, yeah. the phrase I'm looking yeah. for, which is nice. I like that.
0: Uh, honestly, it that's more believable to me than the fact that he randomly has a reinforced steel door in his basement.
1: His house, mm. can I just say, you make, I, yes, James, yes. <laughs> his house is so weird, can I just yeah. say, because reinforced steel door, laboratory in the basement, bedroom upstairs, but then all of the middle, all of the ground floor looks like a rave has just happened yeah. there. Yeah.
2: Yeah. This,
1: I get it. It could be like, uh, oh, it's a. Uh, he mentions there's a safe house up the road. It's marked abandoned, but it's not. Yeah. So logically, he's probably living in a house that was abandoned and no longer is, and so that's why there's graffiti and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. But it did because it's low budget, and because it's Netflix budget, and because they're trying to just keep you know keep it down. It. Ju- he's just walking through a house that's just had a couple of crackheads living in it. One thing that jumped into my head was
2: for a man who is hiding from a, what is essentially a, a what a global corporation that he's stolen very important information from they just get into his house without any trouble he's got no security means apart from the one room apart from a that door. steel door yeah
1: they're there like yeah they're there they're, when he wakes up he wakes just there. up and
2: they've they've been but they've gone to the basement they're in they've that come room up, yeah. they're in that room with a steel door He just leaves that open <laughs> There's yeah I know he wakes up at six a.m. It's like mm. roughly like 6, six fourteen or something yeah. or
0: something
1: like that yeah. yeah I mean I again one of the things that I really appreciate about uh, uh, time loops in general but also just that kind of repetitive trying of something loads of video games kind of do it, respawn try it respawn try it that kind of thing like limbo let's say. I really enjoyed just, in my head, every time he wakes up in that bed, what's he going to do now? What would I do? Just yeah. in that singular, isolated, you know someone's coming through the door and it's the only point of entry. And there was only one moment when he threatened to smash the window and go out. Mm. And that was like, my, I was like, okay, the second you respawn after the first death, when you know someone's coming through the door, the second you respawn, you go out the window. And immediately the movie tells you, poisoned air. Yeah,
0: yeah. you can't do it. Air's poison. Yeah. Water's poison, everything's poison outside. Yeah. Everything's
1: yeah. poison. Yeah. Dystopia. Side yeah.
0: note, when they go outside and they show you, there's a brief moment, obviously, they're, they're running around and all the plant life's are dead mm. outside. I know those plants because we have them. They're teasels <laughs> and they're used for wool manufacture back in the day. Oh. So I thought that was quite an interesting <laughs> thing. That they were like, <laughs> that, that was the plant. They went, this is a dystopian plant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> quite like that. S-
2: speaking of outside world, I had a question for you, James. There is a point, and I'm—you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong—but I'm almost certain they say all the birds are extinct. They do say that. How long would the world function for if every bird was extinct? But we'd be drowning in insects in about a week. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I feel like I feel like that's one of those things that is on the list of when someone's coming up with a time travel of the movie. Like we need something that's high stakes, so we either say there's no fish left in the ocean. Or there's no birds all the birds are extinct and it's a good way of saying the planet's completely ruined that's a really good point like it's like you I've need something ubiquitous yeah. yeah you, you need, need like you need an something... animal
1: that people like first yeah. of all people like fish and birds you couldn't yeah. say if that was like all of the rats have died <laughs>
2: thanks <laughs> but I'll be like yeah uh, brilliant but it's like it's like saying all the bees are extinct yeah. which is the i think the big one but it's like if if there's no birds presumably there's no bees like there's a lot i mean I imagine a lot of the animal chain is
0: gone if oh, there's no birds but we do have robot dogs Yeah, robot dogs right at the end the the i believe they're called ZMPs that yeah. bust yeah. down the door look ex- they look exactly like the Boston Dynamics <laughs> dogs don't they yeah yeah they
2: do i mean i don't trust any robots but um
0: and he flagged it earlier
1: on in the movie yeah. again uh, 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 it's a tight tightly written movie yeah in the sense that he says right at the beginning no they can't get down past those doors you'd have to have a zmp to
2: get past yeah, those doors i missed that completely because all i was thinking all the way through was there's going to be a bunch of like gruff mercenary type soldiers that burst through that door in a second that's the bit that shocked me the most when the robot comes to
0: the door and i was like <laughs> of course of course it's a robot It wouldn't just send loads of grunts out anymore yeah i thought zmp was going to stand for something like like an emp you know yeah I, I googled it it turns out it's just a real company it's the sony robotics company oh Again, Sony would never have
2: called that as the guys that ruined the world.
1: (laughs) I, A, wonder if Sony had anything to do with the production of this movie, but also, B, again, everything in this movie that you don't know when you Google it, it gives you just a little nice pat. It does. It doesn't force you to go and understand like a massive concept or oh wow they were referencing no, yeah. but it's just it's it circles back into the movie and I appreciate that all along. I actually thought and this is uh, uh, very much in line with what you said, James, about ZMP. You thought it was an EMP. I thought ZMP RPG, just like another. I thought he, he means like oh. a rocket launcher. It's going to be you'd need a rocket launcher to get past that door, mm-hmm. and there's only there's only three guys. And again, I appreciate and this is a facet of. Not time loop movies, but it's a facet of movies that happen in one location and and stay in that location. I appreciate that I, as I was watching it, and when I finished the movie, I know that room really well. Like, you know where the door is, you know where the computer is, you know where the arc is, you know where they've been tied up, you know where the dead bodies are, you know the layout of the house. They do a really good job of, I don't want to say world building, but just like house building and getting you to a point where you know.
0: I think world building is also right because the little subtle futuristic things they have like his clock is just a tiny little disc which projects the time and then the fact that this is a bit weird they make toast with a blowtorch at one oh point oh my god i not was in, like not I, entirely I, I, what's happening yeah. there
1: <laughs> i didn't i was gonna make a note and i was like that's harsh it's the apocalypse they yeah. need to make they don't have toasters they don't even have <laughs> matches or so he he wants to but just how how important is toast just have the bread just you've eat got bread. apples <laughs> they're really important i wanted to ask you guys what do you think the scripts are
0: so I've, I've written down, for me, I was thinking, initially I was like, oh, they're just money. And then I thought, oh, no, maybe they're shares. But then I've come to the conclusion they're Dogecoin. No, thank you. Yeah, good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they're the evolution of Dogecoin. Elon
0: Musk runs toys. I,
2: yeah, I, I figured, well, I, I had the same thought process. I thought, oh, it must be like currency. Like that's the currency of the earth at this point. And then I was like, yeah, but he's got like millions of them and
1: actually now that you mention it but then because i was thinking that essentially the 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 scripts are for my instant was prescriptions that's just when they break into oh, the, shit, the scripts. Yeah. because you know that I, drug... I
0: think americans do call prescriptions a script especially yeah. Yeah. drug addicts
1: uh you know uh, can yeah. you get me a script for this um
3: yeah
1: so that was my first go-to and then It becomes very, and then once you realize, oh, they're the block, they're a resistance group. Mm. So if they're resisting Taurus, the script that is going to bring them the most money is a Taurus script. Mm. So. I thought shares and then I thought, well, having shares in the company that you're fighting a war against is not, doesn't make any no. difference. So I think actually you're more, you're closer, you're bang on the money with Dogecoin in that it's just, we've elevated to a point where corporations took over the planet. We know, yeah. uh, we know Taurus took over America and they've, they've decided, they've just acquired LA Island in, you know, in yeah. the same way Amazon just bought James Bond. Um and so I think that they've got to such a level whereby they just have their own currency. And so now, yeah, we've got some tourist currency. And of course it's the best because that's the dollar, not the
2: Armenian yen, yeah. you know? I mean, I, I, I would say that the future is in digital currency. I mean, we're already at digital currency level. So it would make sense for it to be a, you just have a, a number assigned to your name. And mm. if you don't have any, numbers assigned to your name it's a rough ride for you if you have so you know and they're probably they're probably taking them back to try and trade them for things i would say um so yeah, I think probably the the currency or the or I I instantly thought subscriptions, but not subscriptions as in like I'm, I've got twenty million. Give me your Netflix password, or I will kill her. <laughs> but I meant like like you might use them to buy medical supplies. Maybe he's yeah. just
0: really good on Twitch. Maybe. And he just has that many subscribers. subscribers. Give me give me yeah. those subs.
1: I've, I've, I'm breaking into people's houses and forcing them to subscribe I need to your my subscribers.
0: <laughs> um, so when we were talking about the technology, he also have he has his stun glove. Inex- oh, no. Inexplicable Inexplicable
1: stun glove in I maybe I had a lapse in attention It happens from time to time So maybe I didn't see The introduction of the stung glove But when he Electric punches one guy And yeah. then electric fries another guy It was just an iron man level Of like what's going on here
0: <laughs> And it's just in his cellar Like he just yeah. He wanders over And grabs it And picks it up And just yeah. uses it There's no Doesn't have to build it There's no yeah. weird Kind of jury pokery This is a good point To talk about our boy Ren Our boy Renton. Um,
1: Now, Renton suffers from what I think a lot of low-budget movies do, where they... A man who is impossibly handsome and very athletically fit, who is quite decent at fisticuffs. Uh, mm. uh, you know, for the for the purposes of like you know a home invasion, he's doing pretty well for himself, I'd say. Yeah. But very handsome, very young. Oh, you mean that engineer? Yeah, the engineer.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's
1: a an engineer, but he's not just an engineer. He's yeah. the best. He's going to save the human race, yeah. not only with the time machine, but also with a perpetual energy machine. He's like and he's just so young and so handsome
2: yeah also he has saved the human race but he's just kept it in his basement <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> he just needed convincing i just i wanted toast first that's she, essentially what he was she doing. calls
1: him selfish a couple times and she's yeah. not wrong in yeah. the sense that he i just he says it at the end right at the end take the take the arc to to, to the block take yeah. the arc to the block yeah. um i'm convinced and she's like really and he says yeah because if uh, there's no worlds to fight for then there's no us that's still very selfish. <laughs> you are still saying yeah. all i care about is my relationship with her. That's yeah. all i care to hell
0: with the world. Yeah. Damn it all, i just i just really like her. There's no one you could like that much. Also, engineer with a cyanide gas grenade.
2: Yeah, all you can think is is that before he went into his weird little shelter that has no security means, he was like, Oh, I'll bag a grenade. Yes, a mis-electric electrical. The rock
1: reactor powers the furnace, which will allow me to circulate cyanide gas
0: around my home. <laughs> I want a Geneva yeah. Convention banned cyanide gas grenade <laughs> over a pistol. Yeah. That's she, what he thinks. Yeah.
1: When he introduces that, she doesn't know about the. T- she's not convinced by the time travel. She hasn't. She hasn't travelled yet. So when he says they've already killed us, she should just around and "You're a, you are a war criminal." <laughs>
2: also, he he wires up the machine with fifty thousand volts. Just put an electric fence around your property or wire the door up yeah although i'll stop that home invasion
1: i'm guessing if they the authorities would have seen oh that's an electric that house isn't abandoned it's got an electric fence around it and a sign that says cyanide on premises (laughs) i do like i watch out for any movie that has cyanide in it because it's almost like a um rite of passage in hollywood if you have cyanide a character has to say almonds yes they have to say it in the scene yeah Yeah. yeah, which is
0: which is like hazy at best apparently some people can smell a bitter almond like smell with cyanide oh, with thought as
2: well if by the time you can smell
0: it in a room correct you're probably already very unwell yeah i think it takes seconds once it's in the lungs to kill those you. two lads sunny and cuz breathe it for a long yeah, they time do well. they do before well. they die they and would be they look seizing rough, but... on the ground right yeah.
1: yes i mean sunny is sunny is kind of like He's a hard, he's a hard nut to crack. He looks like you know, but there's no hard, there's no nut hard enough that I would believe you could take more than one breath of cyanide. It's yeah. cyanide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. shouldn't have said like nut and almond in the same conversation. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean that. Um, so yeah, I, I, one of the things that I actually thought as well, um, is with, uh, and this may well, this is in large part because we were chit chatting about uh, the Saw franchise yesterday, but they start the movie. And there's someone dead on the floor, cuz. And he's dead on the floor for a, such a long time that I kept mm. thinking, is he going to get up? He's going to get up. In sore style. Yeah. And you know what? He doesn't. Sonny does later on yeah. in the movie. He's there lying down. And that was quite smart to dress the
0: other guy up in his clothes, pop him in upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> and... I wrote down Sonny smart because mm. he's the only one in this film who seems to have any kind right. of nuance about him. The only bit I had
2: a problem with with that was is he does that fast. If you, really if you, fast. I, I went back and I watched that sequence again, and he has like maybe a minute and a half before they're down there. So, like, I really liked that. But at the same time, I was like, I'm a little
0: bit unsure whether oh, they could just. Remember, the loop doesn't start. When he wakes up He wakes up at 6.14 or whatever oh, The loop yeah. starts at 6.11 So yeah. he does have Slightly about 5 before, minutes So he does have longer Yeah of course he does He does, he does have about 5 yeah, minutes Yeah 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 They and it,
1: are quite liberal in this movie though With the sort of uh, chillness of having captives Let's yeah. say Because you know they the, the two of them have a degree of time When they're uh, mm. uh, The two of them Renton and Hannah When they're tied up in the basement Have a degree of time available to them Because the other three are upstairs Enjoying apples thoroughly Then when Sonny becomes involved in aware of the time travel and so the loops start to begin with him just offing the other guys and and beginning with the assumption that I'm gonna start doing A, B, and C of Mm -hmm. violence. Even then, they wake up in the room, they hear the gunshots, Sonny's downstairs, they're upstairs. There's a degree of okay, there's a we're separated. Unless he comes up here, we're in trouble and we need to go down there and have some trouble. But for right now, let's just let's just
0: talk. I'd like to point out only twenty one minutes into the film there's a moment where he uses the computer, where Renton uses the computer, and he sees the file, the recorded file from the future when he's got the blood spackled down his face. Yeah. And he just doesn't do anything about it. You see on the screen the file plays. He watches it and just oh. doesn't react, which I thought was he has the like weirdest this part of the film. He has, like, this pause
1: of, like, oh, that's the thing, but then immediately gets back to her. Like, it's a half-second acknowledgement, but nothing more whatsoever. Mm. I've got to imagine that, you know, because he's such a super smart engineer, it means that when, because later on, without seeing the full video, he tells her, there's a video on this laptop on this computer and yeah. it's a video that was made at this time so even in just that moment he fully acknowledges it but yeah. doesn't act on it because she's more important and yeah. i guess it's almost yeah. like a thematic indicator of how the movie is in that he is at all points way more interested in her than he is in the machine oh, yeah. he will only save the world's climate problems <laughs> if she's involved he will only do and you know he uh, uh when he it's, it's cringeworthy honestly it's like watching a proposal that goes down badly when in front of the three of them tied up he says to her uh, come come away with me we can do this we can go up north we can just us we can do it properly she ends up pointing a gun at him and saying no I'm going to free them and take the ark yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well obviously she's gone crazy uh, do you notice what they keep referring to people when they've gone crazy in this film oh, they keep no. saying they've got a virus they keep oh, saying the oh god yeah, there was a virus thing in it as well so the Kuru virus which I know Kuru that's Kuru's, real right yeah Kuru's the prion disease that people got in New Guinea from eating human flesh So it's a cannibalistic disease, which tells you another fairly poignant part about this film. I mean, it's not actually a virus, but who cares at this point? It's a prion disease that you spread by eating human flesh. I mean, that's... Times are hard. Times are hard in the future.
1: I, as much as I will celebrate the movie for uh, doing a lot of good work and a lot of subtle work with setting up this outside world, I will say that when you hear stuff like that, and I agree, I, I'd forgotten about them yeah. repetitively mentioning, brother mentions it two or three times. So I think Sonny says his his grandma had it or something. My brother mm. had the Kuru. Some Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I Grams was sick in the head. She had the Kuru yeah. virus. That, and that was, was it, it yeah. Um I, there is a little bitter taste in my mouth with that kind of stuff where it's like, okay, I get it. You want to throw stuff against the wall, but you've nuclear bubble in, uh, uh, Australia, yeah. um, massive corporation taking over the United States. Los Angeles is now an island. So ostensibly an earthquake must have happened. Yeah. Uh, you don't on top of that. Also, <laughs> Kuru spread. Yeah. Who'd have thunk it? It's been a rough couple of years, Yeah. but yeah, you know, Renton's so handsome. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, <laughs> now I think aside from all of that kind of stuff, uh, uh, I think now's a, a really good time to sort of get into the nitty gritty of the time travel of mm-hmm. it of the of the way it works and and we've we've touched upon it many times it it's not the hardest concept to to get across you know it's a it's a time loop and they reset but there are some some really nice sort of subtle details in the way it works that that make it kind of
0: kind of whole bodied we've got the arc it's a perpetual motion limitless energy I think he calls it a highly efficient turbine or highly efficient generator Mm. and the whole purpose is that it's using its fuel but then some manner of time travel is happening which causes the fact that it uses its fuel up causing it to go back in time to when it had more fuel so it's able to keep generating the same energy from the same fuel over and over again
1: i really like that in like i and i really like the way they explained it i i like it when things get passed over to me simply and to explain it as in like it's not creating more energy it just gets to go back and use the energy it had and then when it's done with that goes back and continues and it's
0: it makes so much sense in my head we actually have a similar conversation in primer yeah Yeah. the time
2: travel it's accidental time travel like found time travel yeah
0: so that this is another example of accidental time travel mm. uh, we're going to come across that a lot i imagine mm, yeah but the in primer he specifically talks about how much energy is being drawn from the batteries and there's that weird scene where he deliberately kicks the battery off oh, and he goes yeah, oh so we're using running. half as much and then he kicks it again and he goes wait but it's still running and he's like yeah it will power down eventually but how interesting is it it's still running it seems to be the very similar kind yeah. of idea is here
1: the yeah, the notion of we went into this wanting to create perpetual power, and mm. we've created time. It's really interesting that, that two movies. And granted, they you know the people who made ARQ probably watched uh, Primer. They almost definitely watched Primer. Yeah. I'm not saying they stole it in any way, but it is. I, I it must be some sort of like logical inevitability that if you were trying to do this, you would begin with the, with a power based kind of thing. And
0: mm. well, I think in Primer they're working with mass. In this, they're working with energy. The only part of the equation left after that is time. Like yeah. that, it's always how it works, isn't it? So it makes yeah. sense that you're going to pick one of the three things. Is it you're traveling at the speed of light? Is it you're using something to do with your mass? Is it you're doing something to do with energy? Either way, it's going to end up with time yeah. travel.
2: Yeah, it's um, it it's odd how how often I think we will see this because I I always think that this type of time travel, if we as human beings were to create
0: a time machine, it would be while we were looking for something else. What's also interesting, this device, it does three things. It does the power. It does the time travel. But I don't know if you remember, he mentions that the reason that he can remember first and then she can remember next and whatever is because it's those further away Mm. are kind of regaining their memories fastest. And he mentions that it's something to do with the electromagnetism that could affect the memory. And I thought, that's interesting. I've never, I've never heard of that, but it sounds believable. I'll do a, a very, very small amount of research. And I found something interesting, which was there are a couple of questionable studies, one that was done on rats, where they used basically the same level of radiation that you'd get from a mobi- mobile phone. Mm-hmm. I think that's a bit scaremongering. But there was one published in Environ in International which, interestingly, is one of the companies he has scripts in in the film. Oh, Oh, that is wild. Yeah. And in that one, they did find that it does seem to affect memory. So I thought that was a weird, a nice little link in that they've done. It could go, and that could go both
1: ways. They could have read the art, read the thing and put it in the movie or put it in the movie and then gone out. Nope.
0: Yeah. The paper was written one year before the movie was released. Oh, It oh, comes man.
2: back to what I said earlier. Whoever written this movie has done his research.
1: I definitely want to like, yeah, I, whatever movies, what the next guy, this movie did, he's probably yeah. done it by, by now. I would be interested in seeing, cause he seems like a, a, a he or she seems like a thorough person. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I enjoy, I thought I actually got the wrong, um, I got the wrong end of the end of the the straw, how, whatever the phrase is, um, with the proximity uh, memory thing because it is interesting uh, uh the second i when sunny comes back hannah come hannah hannah wakes up and she now remembers and then eventually sunny does when it was sunny and because sunny remembers after having been killed while touching renton i thought oh it's about touch I thought okay so Renton uh, uh Renton has Renton remembers naturally kind of thing he's just he's the special one I didn't pay too much thought to it but it's because when Sonny dies he's touching Renton I thought oh that's why Sonny now remembers and it was only then when grim father remembers they start to talk about the proximity and I I, I got it I think it's very elegant
0: back on your point earlier Adam mm. you say it's good that he immediately works out this time travel you're like he straight away goes, "Oh, this is only the second time round, and I know there's time travel." Yeah. There's a moment where is it brother goes, "Oh, well, I, I just thought it was, I thought it was a bit of deja vu or something like that." Yeah. Like father thought he had some deja vu and that that's what had happened, yeah. and then brother comes along with a line, a, very similar of, oh, "I just felt like it had happened before." Like very much the thing that is frustrating when you watch a film is when people don't work out as quickly as you do. Yeah. And the other ancillary characters, with the exception of super smart Sonny, don't work it out as quickly as we would, which is kind yeah. of, it's nice to see that Renton does have the brain that we all think we have. Yeah,
2: it is like that moment when you are, if you're sitting in a room with people and you're having a moment of deja vu and you're like, God, I've lived this moment before, guys. And everyone else around you is like, what are you on about? And it's only happening for you, but you're trying to tell other people. I th- like, I'm, we're in a deja vu moment here.
0: I think there's a name for it. It's called like the Cassandra problem or something.
1: Ooh. After we, you know, we spoke about uh, this in Primer, it's that, it's that moment when you have the, the convincer conversation of mm. one person knows that time travel is possible and he has yeah. to go and tell the other person without it seeming like an absolute nutter. And so I'm now always on the lookout. It should be in every time travel movie. So there's going to be a convincer yeah. and it's really compelling to me. How, how can you do it both realistically and then, but the realistic one is that the person yeah. turns around and goes, no way. <laughs> yeah. So how do you do it both achieving the thing you want and giving it a realistic yeah. tinge? And I think in this, in this movie there, the way that he explains it to her and the way that he get with the way that Renton gets Hannah on side, it's, it's far, it's done fast. It's not too labored a big conversation and she eventually, uh, 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 she eventually cottons on. But what's, what was an interesting wrinkle was that when he's first trying to convince her, when at the very first kind of thing, he says, he tells her what they all look like under the mask, and she just says, "Oh, how could you know that?" And he says, "Because I've done it before." Yeah. Mm. And he doesn't cotton on to oh, how would she know what they look like under the mask? Yeah, he doesn't
0: realize. Yeah. yeah. So it is called the Cassandra problem, and it's Cassandra was a, a woman who had prophetic visions. Right. but she was doomed by the gods to have no one ever believe what she said oh. so she could always see what was going to happen yeah but, but no matter what she told them they would never believe her all oh, right so he's in this scenario right now yeah. which must be the most frustrating thing to have especially yeah. in a time travel movie <laughs> i mean it's the yeah. it's
1: the sheer crux i would i would argue that like what you want the most is someone who's just in fact i think we should all make a blood pact between us that like <laughs> as long as we don't take the piss with it and we don't ever abuse the privilege yeah If any one of us discovers time travel and we come to the other two without complete carte blanche, we believe the other two.
0: So she has, they have a code phrase that he's like, he's like, if I say this, you know, it means something important. And she remembers it. And it's like the password for the machine. My wife and I have a code phrase. For when things are deadly serious. Yeah, that I will not tell you because it is our super secret code phrase. But if she tells me it at any point, it's subtle enough that someone else wouldn't realize what we're talking about. But serious enough that I'd go, oh, no, that's a genuine problem. Yeah, we should do the same thing for time travel for us. We should have our own phrase. Yeah, Yeah. just
1: like uh, like you know uh, a thing like Adam, James, no, aubergine whatsoever. I time traveled yesterday. He's like he invoked the aubergine law. Wow, the The purple veg.
2: Um, interestingly, I just had a quick glance on the old Wikipedia page. Uh, What do you think, Tom Elliot? Sorry, Tony Elliot, the neck, the director of this. He also wrote this, by the way. What was his next project? Oh, I couldn't guess at all. I have no idea. He did the TV adaptation of Twelve Monkeys. There was
1: that... a TV Twelve yeah, Monkeys. Yeah, there was a
2: series of Twelve Monkeys on Sci-Fi. Man, he got that time job travel. from this. I'm
1: gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> have to look that up. Yeah, because... yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. that that shows you that the Twelve Monkeys team were not like they had one remit uh we've yeah. got a time travel based television series yeah. can you please go and find someone who's done a time travel movie yeah oh there's this guy he just did uh this he just oh, literally yeah. did it. it was the next year he wrote it and he directed it yeah. as well let's, let's sign yeah, him up yeah. we'll find out with with later movies that we that we cover and we discuss that there are people who dive into making time travel movies and never never stop they yeah. just keep doing them yeah. uh they're a real kind of labor of love for some people yeah. so credit to tony elliott um i think they did a really uh uh a really good. I always, and I also think there's a prevalence. There's a. There's a. a con, we'll see a continual occurrence of directed and wrote. They wrote it, so then they directed yeah. it. Because if you've written a time travel movie, because of the sheer nature of the 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 parallels and the moving and the skipping around and 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 the structure of it all there's going to be a nine, nine times out of 10, you yourself are the only person who could direct it. You're the Mm. only person who knows how it's come out of your brain.
0: Especially because like we've said before, this is so well researched, like individual, the, the words they use are deliberate, the passwords and things they use are deliberate. Like, you know, there's something in each one. I, I imagine the names are important. I mean, Hannah's a name that's the same backwards as it is forwards. I yeah. can't think of anything for Renton off the top yeah. of my head. What's
1: Renton backwards? Not Nair. Not Nair. No, there's nothing.
0: Nah, I it <laughs> <laughs> Not Nair. Not Nair. Um, but then, um, so the password for the computer is September 19th. Yeah. Incredibly important relationship for them. It's quite important for us in the real world. Do you know what that day is?
2: Um, no. It's Time Travel Day,
0: it's International Talk Like a Pirate Day. Oh, oh. Wow, really important. <laughs> ah, yes. No, that really was the only, the only thing I couldn't find any link. And the link pirates there. have <laughs> come to steal the ARQ. I will link everything in.
2: <laughs> Ark pirate ship? No, sorry. No. I'm There's really stretching. I'm
1: really one, stretching. One, one... Uh, uh, Circling sort of back to the time travel, one of the things that I, I I enjoyed as well is just those sort of brief little explanations. We see at one point, for example, the clock speeding up. They never show you something without five minutes later explaining it. And some movies, that's bad. It's spoon feeding. You want a more lingering thing, and some movies just don't, and they let you just sit there and make up make up for yourself yeah. and dive into it. And there's there's good in every single one. Horses for courses. Um, but I think in a in a one hour twenty six uh, beautiful person Netflix film, um, <laughs> there are so many Netflix movies that are like this yeah. where they're just just sexy mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. um in that kind of movie it does make sense to spoon feed every cut every 10 minutes like we mentioned this da-da. and so you mm. see the clock speeding up yeah 10 minutes later in the movie he says the clock speeding up as the art gets towards the end it, it finally uh, yeah, uh, it then... gets faster and faster and then it and then it times out and there's one of the one of the sort of strongest notes i made is that i was very happy that after I think it's nine jumps in total. Correct me if yeah, I'm wrong. Yeah, nine yeah. jumps in total. But they're towards the end, not the final one, because the final one we know ends with the, uh, with the robot dog jumping in. Um, but before that, I was really glad that the movie showed us him ending a loop without dying. And so we get that weird vibration effect on the screen. Well, yeah. I,
0: I wasn't sure. So the first time, we don't actually know if he dies he might just be knocked unconscious, but all we know is that there is a time loop that happens because he wakes up and the time loops That's happen. true. He could just be unconscious and paralysed, But yeah. But you're right. It is nice to, for them to show one because other than that, previously, every time there's been a loop, it's just been he closes his eyes for some reason and he opens them and the loops happened. Whereas this is the first time where you're watching the clock speed up literally to the point where it goes, right, yeah. loop. And it was quite nice to see that. Yeah.
3: Mm.
1: In, and another sort of quite nice thing uh, is that I appreciate that... When they find the video recording, my first thing was like, well, how does this video recording exist when they keep looping back in time? The computer should also exist in the loop, and the movie just tells you straight away. Oh, the hard drive's inside. The hard drive is underneath the effect. Pretty much is what he says, and it's just so,
2: it's good. There's loads of bits. There's a bit where um, the first time he plans to go and gas them all with the cyanide grenade, he pulls out two gas masks, and she says, well, they've got masks. And he's like, no, they've got air filter masks for outside. They haven't got gas masks. And it's like every time it's like, I'm going to do this crazy thing, and somebody goes... Oh, no, that's, that's why we're doing that. That's why we can do that, because of this reason.
1: He's trouble shot his movie. He's given yeah. the script to yeah. someone, to people like, not like us, I don't want to pass on, but, you know, to smart people, and then said, can you find holes in this? And then I'm going to rewrite it and fill all the
2: holes. There's a there's a critic quote that I, I set aside for this, that is exactly this point. So um, this is... Um, uh, DeFore, uh, John DeFore from The Hollywood Reporter, he said, Amazingly, given how many time travel picks collapse in a tangle of logic around the point that we're talking about here, so with problems, Ark knows how to wrap its paradoxes up in a way we can hardly criticise.
0: Good. That's, yeah, that's about right. It's like, it's bang on. It's, hard it, to criticise. Yeah, hard to g- criticise. It's a great tagline every, for this movie. Every
2: time you sit down and you try and think of one where it's like, mm, well, that wouldn't quite work. The next scene, somebody goes, that's why it works. Yeah, yeah I
0: think <laughs> I only caught one thing in the whole film that I had a slight question for, which was at one point, one of the guys, I think it's Sonny, odd father, opens up a, a jar and sniffs it and goes, oh, kerosene. And then later, she finds that kerosene and throws it over the guy who's singing Canada's first Christmas song, it turns out. Mm. He's singing that to her because I think she was tortured using a Christmas song. She mentions they play yeah. Christmas songs over and over and over. But she knows that's kerosene somehow. Yeah. And that's the only part of the film that I was like, oh, how does she yeah. know that's kerosene at this point?
2: Well, I may have an answer for the Canadian song thing. It's hmm. because it was first released at the Canadian Film Festival. So uh... part of me is like, maybe they just snuck that in as like a... Maybe, yeah. The That's Canadian interesting. audience would be like, they'll love that.
1: You mentioned the, the, the Christmas song and the, the Canadian-ness of I didn't catch the Canadian thing, but the, the Christmas song stuck in my head, you know, she mentions it with sort of gusto, like they tortured me they played christmas songs over and over and over and i just kept thinking i was like i wonder which christmas song and i wanted it yeah. to play like over the end credits i was like arguably any christmas song would be yeah. uh my numbing but it's a real that's like the it's the difference between like they could have played any song and that would be torture but christmas songs is like no i think they hate me as well <laughs> i don't think they like me
0: <laughs> yeah canadian christmas song it's got a strange name i can't remember off the top of my head mm. but it was like the first kind of Canadian Christmas song. Like, I think they say 1600s or something. Oh, wow. Um, And it uses some slightly different imagery for Jesus. So not like Jesus is born in a stable. It's Jesus is wrapped in furs. And I think it ties in with the fact that the Canadian native peoples, those who are Christian, couldn't really gel with the idea of, you know, this desert area and the classic Jesus story. And they can't gel with the idea of, like, the White Rabbits of Easter and this sort of thing. So instead, they have their own slightly different interpretation of the origin story. And that's what this song is, which is why when he sings it, you kind of feel like he's singing a Christmas song. And you can hear the word Jesus, but it almost sounds like he's singing in a different language because he's saying words that are very unfamiliar because he references the, the like native Canadian version of God, which is a slightly different word to God. It's like the two words. All right. I like the idea of
1: Jesus wrapped in furs. Anything that brings Jesus closer to Conan the Barbarian is, <laughs> is a positive, <laughs> in my opinion. Mm. Um, I, I, I guess I, I think a nice a nice way to to sort of wrap up the the plot of this movie is to talk a little bit about Hannah as well. We talked a bit about beautiful Renton, beautiful Renton, on. Renton. Sorry, Renton. Um, it's just going round and round in my head. Mm. Uh, but Hannah, there are two things towards the back end of, of this movie that that. I wanted to ask
2: you, how do you feel about the moment where she sets a guy on fire? (laughs) Basically, because it's so strange. Uh, Again, I had another moment though, where she sets the guy on fire and then he immediately grabs a a cloth and puts him out and i was like they've just explained why they didn't set fire to the house again you've done it again you bastards
1: she's really comfortable with throwing kerosene on him yeah opens the jar whacks it on him doesn't give a damn so that immediately jars with the fact that she cries and crumbles and i get it like Mm. adrenaline levels you're doing whatever needs to be done cuz looks like a nasty piece of work we've already he's been dead at the beginning of the movie so we don't mind if he dies in the movie yeah yeah but it's just like between the two of them, Renton and Hannah, I would argue that they are a dangerous couple who should not be allowed to stay together because he liberally uses cyanide on people and she will set set a mother on fire. <laughs>
0: I mean, it's supposed to be the worst way to die. And she just is like, yeah, this will work. Yeah. Boom kerosene there you go yeah, yeah dash that
1: and she like uh with a blowtorch oh, like even yeah. just touching you with the blowtorch is gonna hurt yeah. it's so and she just immediately whacks it out oh you're like a piece of toast to me boom
0: <laughs> I, I mean they die a lot in this film people die in yeah. multiple different ways we've got electrocution which is bad enough that she dies from it at one point as well worse we- death though sunny Grinding his face, grinding on them. his f- so yeah. So we've got grinding uh, his face to pieces. Oh yeah. We've got setting someone on fire. We've got cyanide gas inhalation. Yeah. We've got being shot. We've got being stabbed. And then at one point he just falls down the stairs and just falls down his the stairs. Yeah.
1: I find people falling downstairs like horrific. I I visually yeah. I find it a horrific thing to watch.
0: Something that you could do very easily always bothers me. In <laughs> light it, it depends of the on, movie,
1: that's the easiest, lightest death. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, the, but then we have the very, very final deaths of the film are by Giant Robot Dog, Mm. which is when he's recording his footage. So the first time we see this footage, 21 minutes into the film, there's a brief couple of lines that you you don't hear that you later get to hear when he shows Hannah this is the clip. And in the original clip, he says something along the lines of uh, Taurus, and that's all he gets out before a robot dog smashes his head in. This time round, with the finale and actually filming it this time, He manages to say more words. He gets out, take Ark to the block, trust Hannah. And then he gets his head caved in. So he's changed his future past at this point Mm. with that one phrase because he's managed to get more information out. And then the film comes to its logical conclusion, and you're right to bring up Hannah because this time around, Hannah's the one who wakes up first. Now, I... This was the only bit in the whole movie that I was a little bit like, "Mm, I don't, I'm not quite following. I don't,
2: I don't understand why she wakes up first in this reality. Me too. (laughs) It lost me a bit. And I was a bit like, has, uh, all I could think was that they have somehow collapsed the loop and logically she wakes up next. So it's not. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's a really weird one. It it felt to me like they were trying to say something that I just completely missed.
0: Well, I wondered if it was he's somehow come to this, because we know that it wipes their memory. Mm. Like, when they're being rewound, all it's doing is wiping their memory. So maybe, emotionally, he's feeling more stable because he's said he's finally come to the conclusion of trusting Hannah. And emotionally, she's feeling less stable because... And up until this point, she was like, he's a bastard. But now she's like, oh no, I am on his side. So maybe even though her memories aren't going to be necessarily back to where they should be, maybe she's in a different emotional state and that's why she's able to wake up first.
1: Mm. I mean, I'm I'm totally on board with that. As yeah. I said, I was, I was, I just, because it happens, it's the last thing you see. I just thought, no, I've watched this movie now. My brain's turned off. I've turned off. I'm not working anymore. I'm done. Yeah. I thought that there was a chance. You know how... um. When they make the discovery that there are, we've done, we've done this thousands of times. He essentially makes a discovery that, no, these are like loop laps, but Mm. the laps are part of a sequence. And there are thousands of sequences. Yeah. I I was like, okay, they probably just started a new sequence. And in the new, and when you start a new sequence, there is room for fluctuation in how the laps within will begin. So in this sequence, she is the closest one to the machine.
0: Or they're equally close, and it or just so happens like that, that she looks like quantum mechanics, yeah. something goes Admittedly, wrong. She wakes up. I'm first.
1: in. I'm on. I'm on your frame. I'm on your line of thinking, Adam. Mm. In that, I think I would prefer the movie not to have that scene. I think if you don't, and I, I get why yeah. time travel—you want to tease, you want to say, "Look, it's even crazier. Yeah. There's still funkiness," or that you leave it open, you leave it weird, you leave it wild. I get it. it it's just not for me. I'm not criticizing it. It's just not for me. In that the way the movie plays out and and the the succinct. Uh, condensed nature of it I would have liked it If it just ends And the fact that he Gets more message He gets more haiku Out to, to his yeah. future self yeah, yeah Is enough for me As there will be More That I don't see I don't also need Hannah waking Yeah But you know That's fine
2: It just I guess it was I guess it was a way For them To wrap up the movie In a In somewhere You're familiar with Because they both Wake up in But well, she wakes up In the bed next to him And For them to go ah, but there might be more to this than you know, and then it ends. And I was like, okay, fair enough.
0: So there are five key areas here, I think we've mostly finished talking about the film, Yeah. where I'd like to link this back to Primer. Mm, Because Primer's the first film we've done, and I see a few areas to link. The first thing is in Primer, the time travel is very contained. It's literally in that box. Mm -hmm. And you have to go into the box in order to get back to the time, etc, etc. In Ark, it's a loop, some sort of big ring around the house the property they're in yeah there's lots of i mean we can't answer or even ask any questions about what's happening outside of that loop because we just don't get given the information no we know that the earth is charred exactly on the line yeah and we can see vehicles in the sky outside but we can't really do anything but all we know is it is a contained unit of time travel it is not global very Mm. much like our primer is you are essentially, you are the time traveller inside of the box contained time travel. It doesn't affect everything else at the yep. same time. Um, did you see any other touchstones with Primer?
1: I think we we mentioned the one earlier on with the fact that they are trying to create uh, energy uh, or trying to do something involving perpetual energy that results in time travel. That's a nice kind of link across. There is all, there is, there's a little hint, I guess, uh, if I was searching for links of like, garage engineer like you're oh yeah you're just you're just yeah. an engineer and we just take it for granted like you're you're a wicked engineer and granted yeah. to most people who create time travel in movies will be engineers because you would have to be it's not going to be a a, a a news agent no. Um, respect to
2: news agents well, but i'd watch that movie though definitely watch news that agent movie. Time yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah i saw a couple of others so adam you touched on one straight away accidental nature of yeah, the time travel
2: accidental time travel like it seems like the most down-to-earth version. You know, somebody creating a, a time machine in there that is a time machine from the beginning, I find difficult to follow.
0: There was something else, which was uh, a phone call. In this in Primer, there's a moment where he takes a phone call mm. and there's like a weird kind of, should he answer it, shouldn't he answer it, blah, blah, blah. There, in this film, it's not a phone call, it's a video message from himself. Yeah, But that kind of communication from an outside source it's definitely a running theme that you see in a lot of time travel films. Mm -hmm. Um, They don't, what
1: they don't do in this movie is ever need to not that they, they don't, they don't, they don't have to, but they don't, have any discussion of paradoxes have any discussion of rules have any discussion of we should we can or can't do this there's no discussion about the sanctity of time because and and that is to the benefit, that's the benefit that comes with this mm. is a bubble <laughs> we are literally going to walk you outside and show you it's a bubble yeah. we're going to show you the boundary yeah, yeah. petrified
0: petrified yeah. rocks
1: baby <laughs> boundary yeah
0: mm. we do get everyone's favorite thing from a time travel film a time diagram oh yeah time diagram everyone loves a time diagram oh, man, a very simple it. one in this one yeah.
1: she draws on the table and it just goes on the yeah, side yeah, behind yeah. her future baby yeah.
0: how much did you love that whiteboard and think i wish i could replace this whiteboard with that whiteboard loved yeah. it and the did thing is whiteboards
1: i hate seeing movies where they're like this is the far future look at this technology what she does you can do now you can buy an, an infrared thinger and you write on the thing
0: it's just crap <laughs> that's the thing we have it it's just crap But the time diagram, very similar to the one you see in Primer, a point A, point B, only in Primer it's about a literal point A and B, whereas in this it's just, this is where the start happens to be when you get to the end, you loop back round.
1: His diagram is what I consider to be like Baby's first time travel diagram. It's the first point. You see this line? That's what what you know, right, Baby? Yeah,
0: yeah, I do. Look at this. (laughs) 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 Uh, And the last thing I noticed is Sleeping. You can't have time travel. You can't have any time travel film yeah. without someone waking up in the past or in the future. Yeah. It just is. You have to have it in the film. Which of the machines do you prefer? So yeah, we've got Spinny Box, <laughs> which is just a, a tube spinning around, or we've got uh, Tin Foil Box.
2: Yeah, I like tin foil um, and, and plastic PVC pipe thrown together. Primus is
0: like super low budget
1: cardboard box with some plates sellotaped on the other side this guy's machine is really nice. It's as nice as he is. His machine is as nicer than Primer's box in the way that he is much more handsome than both of the guys.
2: <laughs> I absolutely believe that that machine does what it's supposed to do. I think that's that's where I am. Compared to Primer, I thought to myself like, well, if we were going to make a time machine that was like thrown together from bits from Home Depot, essentially, which is where I imagine they are in Primer at one point, mm. that makes sense. But this guy, it's in the future, it looks still thrown together. It's still wires everywhere and whatever, but it feels like a device that has been developed for a purpose.
0: I had a toy as a child. And I say toy because I'm a massive nerd, so I considered this a toy. Okay, which <laughs> it, was was, a toaster. it was a toaster. <laughs> it was a series of magnets inside yeah. a tube with more magnets in a base, and you would balance the tube on the magnetic flux so it would kind of just hover, mm. and then you could spin it, and it would spin... Almost forever. James. Obviously, air resistance would eventually slow it down. James. But it is it reminds me so much of this device that I love it. And then I and then I ground my uncle's face on it and my parents <laughs>
1: took it away.
2: <laughs> Never saw it since. And then some bastard turned it into a movie.
1: His machine is like a Swiss army knife. It not just yeah. it doesn't just allow for time loops It
0: electrocutes. It grinds. <laughs> it, grinds. <laughs> it stores data. <laughs>
1: and it's quiet and it's nice yeah. you know
0: it's like he's it like, like hit every box hasn't yeah, he yeah. they've given him a tick list and he's a hairy one yes. yeah so yeah i think out of spinning drum versus tin foil box i'm spinning drum
2: yeah, yeah i am right. too
1: i i like spinning drum more i one thing i've just thought of is who is more selfish with their time travel machine renton or aaron from primer Ooh, Renton has a, well, I can solve the world's problem, but I won't because my girlfriend won't let... Because I just care about being with her.
2: Aaron, constantly bigger machine, bigger machine, financial gain, financial gain. Yeah, well, I interestingly, I, I think if this film had been longer, I think it would have been nice to see what Renton's plan was because he doesn't seem to have one. He's just keeping it hidden from the company. So either he morally is like, I don't want to give this to a big company in case it falls into the wrong hands and it gets used for the wrong purposes. Whereas with Primer, Aaron is like, no, I'm going to make a bigger box and get inside it and fucking make loads of money.
0: He's a bit Elon Musk. He's he a bit, is. I'm yeah. going to just make as much from this as I can. Um, Whereas Renton is much more like, I I can't really think of a good comparison with him, to be honest. He's he's like, he's made the philosopher's stone. Yeah. He knows he could benefit humanity, but yeah, he just wants it for him. Yeah. Yeah, they're all
1: they're all just bad guys, and I don't want to give it to them. so it's yeah. mine, and it's staying in my basement in my house, only until Hannah
0: loves me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have apples. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> okay. use it to be warm. Um,
2: what did you two think of like the the like production values of this, like settings and stuff? Because I thought it's very it's because it's so self contained, it would be very easy to make it look low budget. But I actually didn't think
0: it did. You hit on a point, Scott, about how it looks like it's a kind of a rave building. Like, <laughs> yeah. there's just the graffiti yeah. up the walls. But actually, there was a there were a load of little, very subtle hints, like there was the graffiti on the walls, mm-hmm. there were the blacked-out windows, which meant that you couldn't see outside. You couldn't see that they were yeah. just in a normal suburban area. It was really good at hiding what I imagine was quite a low budget. Yeah, but well, do you, you want another be... budget
2: for this? Yeah. Please, two yeah. million dollars. Do you say two million? Two million dollars, that's it. Oh. Um... It, uh, when they first greenlit it, Netflix just bought the idea and just went with it. Um, and that was already the budget set aside. And they were like, well, that's... I mean, it is in... But for a $2 million budget with two not well-known leads, but they've been in other things that I can think of. I've seen them both in other things.
1: Yeah. Uh, your boy's in The Flash,
2: yeah. the TV series, and yeah. she
1: was in uh, Hannah's and Jessica Jones. Yeah.
2: Um. um it, it doesn't seem low budget. Whereas... I know Primer is low budget and it feels low budget, but it feels more down to earth. This feels like a big budget sci-fi. The When you see that glimpse outside the bubble and you can see it's not wonky CGI, this is like a, a good job. It looks like a ruined city with shit flying around it. And Only bit
1: of CGI in the whole movie as well. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, so I feel like... I feel like they were like, here's $2 million. And they're like, right, we've got $2 million. We need to be as concise with our budget as we are with our plot. And that really shows, I think. I think it's a good-looking movie. One one thing I did think was that kind of... Oh, there was a couple of things, actually. The, the house that they're in is that kind of prefabricated concrete thing. There's kind of like... The walls look like concrete shapes and stuff, um, which I would imagine... In a future kind of energy crisis, that's a good way to live. Concrete no, kind of yeah, buildings okay. and stuff makes sense, but the, 3D printed, potentially. yeah, very yeah, 3D printed, yeah. I mean, that's probably where shit is going anyway in the yeah. future. Um, the thermostat that he turns on,
0: very high tech. His little clock by the side of his bed, yeah, very. very high I love tech. those. Re- I really liked those subtle. Extra yeah. high tech moments. Yeah. Um,
1: there's a word for it where it's like low low grade high tech or something like that. Oh, yeah. But like there's uh you get like um sci-fi stories where it's like a Western set on a on a uh, a world like a it's set on a world that is low uh, um, sophistication mm. But w- even what they call low sophistication Is high sophistication by our standards yeah. And so yeah you get like the As you said the you get the clock, you get the bits You get the all these nice, that thermostat He shows it like two or three times yeah. And it looks much nicer than everything else in yeah. his house mm.
0: Interesting point on the cost You just said it was two million to mm. make uh, That Friends reunion has just oh, come yeah. out The average cost for each member of the cast Was two point five million My
2: life, sweet Jesus you can, Still make, terrible too. you can make
1: all of those arqs
0: <laughs> all you, of, you all you of s- arq wasted make, make, you can make six arqs, six ARQs for Q's. the price of the one friends reunion i thought
1: i think it's classic netflix fare in terms of the level of production quality yeah there are i can turn on netflix and find 15 other movies that look just like this movie oh, yeah. the cameras are the same the staging is the same the level of quality of like costume design and makeup and everything is the same yeah. because it just that is netflix and in 2016 they were snapping up movies left right and center because they wanted as much original content yeah. as they could get their hands on and a movie like this i think has really benefited from that because mm. this this movie goes out in cinemas it probably would never have made it to cinemas it would have just been like standard vod fare or yeah. you know just a straight to or dvd like something s- like sci-fi that.
2: sci-fi tv like exactly. channel. but movie. the fact that it
1: gets to be on netflix and there's something about saying it's a netflix movie now where it's like primer is low budget Netflix is also low budget, yeah. but it's a low. It's it's not as low, and it's a it's, like, cu- it's just an almost an acceptable middle yeah. ground. You mentioned TV movies; mm. it's that kind of level. But this is, it's you don't need any more when you've got seven seven people six and a hologram uh you've got seven people and a and a two and i wouldn't even call this a house based thing it's three rooms the mm. kitchen where there's only two scenes the bedroom where there's the same scene over and over and yeah. the, and everything essentially takes place in the in the arc basement yeah and, um I, I really enjoyed it i think it's slick simple execution nice and nice and palatable
0: i think you're right with netflix films i mean in a world of You know, Endgame and The Snyder Cut, and these films, which are three plus hours long and have cost hundreds of millions to make. I love a short 90 minute Netflix film where the plot makes sense and I can just enjoy it.
1: It's really interesting. I think it'd be really interesting to see from Netflix's perspective why what they think is more valuable to them to have the rights to say two or three of these kind of movies that you can make for 2 million or instead you just have like army of the dead, which is two and a half hours long cost like yeah. 60, 70, 80 I don't know. I imagine it costs tens mm. of millions of dollars and, but it's still just another entry on Netflix. It's yeah. still just another thing you can watch for free on the service you've pre- already paid for. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I, I think it's, I think it's really nice. I called it McDonald's at the beginning of the recording. I now feel bad because like McDonald's is acceptable crap. I don't, I don't want to shade McDonald's too bad. I eat McDonald's sometimes, but it's, it's crap that we all, that we all like. Yeah. I wouldn't say this is crap, nor would I say it's filet mignon. Um, But I think it's, I think it's, I think it's like a really good KFC. It's like a really, like a yeah. good KFC. You've gone there and you've been like, wow, this chicken's warm. <laughs> <laughs> chicken's warm today. Mm. In light of my... uh uh, food comparisons Um, analogies yeah putting this and primer not against each other not not as as stringent as like which one is the better move but these are both time travel movies and they both handle the concept of time travel which one would you say is a more um impressive time travel movie and and i feel like it's a loaded question there or a difficult question to answer but what are your what are your thoughts
2: i feel like primer is still a better time travel movie but I enjoyed Ark more because you can kind of shut off your brain a little bit. It's short, it's concise, everything's explained for you and laid out. You don't have to do a lot of thinking. The next scene, somebody will explain what's just happened in the scene before. Whereas with Primer, it's a thinker. And I feel like this is just more of an enjoyable movie. Um, 11 minutes longer than Primer, can I point
1: out, which yeah, feels that's so insane. strange.
2: that's insane. Um yeah, so whereas I think Primer is the kind of benchmark of movies that I have seen with time travel that feels like a real thing that is happening, um, I can completely say that I enjoyed Arc more as as I'll sit down and watch for an hour and a half. That's where I'm at.
0: Yeah, I think what I would say is, in terms of time travel, Arc time travel is far simpler yeah um and therefore potentially more enjoyable but then again i did really enjoy trying to draw the diagrams out for primer (laughs) but for a film that cost i mean more but still not a lot in terms of budget Mm. and it's only a few minutes longer i just got that little bit more of enjoyment from arc i mean if i was to try and put numbers on it it would be within a few points like it would be like a you know a 2.5 for primer and a 2.6 for arc it's like it's close but i just slightly enjoyed it more and it's so
1: nice that it's 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 close in the level of enjoyment or the level of quality or or your opinion of them but it's it they're in such different ways you know you go and you say you can say to someone how did you enjoy that meal and they can go and they can have the steak or they can have the the burger king and they can equally say to you this is the extent to which i enjoyed that meal but you enjoy them in yeah. vastly different ways um i much the same as you guys uh, you you guys both covered it wonderfully i think that primer is a is one of the you know sort of preeminent time travel movies it is a it is a column it is on the mount rushmore of time travel movies so to speak and Ark is just a really nice come down from that it's a really nice step off uh, uh, and take something a bit easier it's you've just done a marathon and it's a week later you think you've healed up a little you're not going to go do another marathon you maybe just go for a nice walk around the park mm. and I, I think there's 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 so much merit to both uh, i wouldn't like to say that one is better than the other i i but and yet i will say primer is the better time travel <laughs> movie that's kind of how i feel but i mean come on would you feel that way if we'd watched them the other way around Yes. Still. I would. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um if anything, watching them the other way around I think would be a disservice to ARQ because yeah. you're on the you're in the up so if you watch Primer second, you would then be like, Oh AR- yeah, ARQ was pretty pretty simple. Look at how much I've had to work. Primer's so impressive. Yeah. Look at all this building. Yeah, ARQ was retrospectively kinda simple. Post primer, you seek simplicity. Pre primer, simplicity just happens to you. Yeah. Um nice. And by the way, can I just say, ARQ, not a fantastic name for this movie, doesn't kind of tell you what it says on the tin. I get it, you know, Arc it's like, you know, it's going to be kind of something conceptual and yada, yada, yada. But I will propose to you, gentlemen, that this movie should be renamed Apples and Almonds, The Renton Story. Uh, I completely I think, agree. Yeah, they never okay. call him Renton, it's always just Ren. Yeah but now that i know it's Re- now that renton great name i'm i'm, I'm i've am i turned i've come full circle much like arq and i now think renton is a fantastic name okay but the find of <laughs> this entire recording is ren and stimpy's full names can i just say yeah. the biggest and best ren hook
0: and stimpson unbelievable Stimson.
1: i think i think with that revelation we've got to we've got to take it home chaps uh, So <laughs> thanks again for for an absolutely wonderful uh, uh breakdown of the movie arq We'll see you next time for uh, something a little bit
0: different, I think. Yeah, a little bit.
1: And that brings to a close episode two of Time Travel Film Club. Thank you so much again, dear listener, for joining us. If you'd like to recommend Time Travel Film Club to your friends, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify and Stitcher. And we would be incredibly grateful if you leave us a rating and review on any of those platforms to help more people find our film club. As always, if you'd like to get in touch
2: with Time Travel Film Club, Facebook, Time Travel Film Club, Twitter, Time Travel Club,
0: r slash Time Travel Film Club on Reddit, or email timetravelfilmclub at gmail.com.
1: Our next episode will be 2005's A Sound of Thunder, which you can find on Amazon Rental at time of recording. Until we see you then,
3: love from the past, see you in the future.